Shri Krishna's loving but most powerful instructions given in the Bhagavad Gita awakens us from our slumber, our incapabilities and makes us recognize our potential and reach our higher goals and most important gives us how we can get that sense of permanent everlasting peace happiness i hope you were able to recognize how often we keep repeating this word i can't to ourselves and make ourselves helpless having found out that what you can't do and when you ask yourself why you would find that your mind gives various excuses note down those excuses and see if you can justify it very often we blame life situations or people sometimes there is no doubt when we look at life's situations and the circumstances that we are in and even present times a sense of hopelessness can come into a person but rather than thinking that nothing can be done if we can think what are we going to do in such times where we can make the change for the positive however mind with its pettiness with its little thinking gets overwhelmed with its emotions of anxieties fears etc just as it happened to arjuna he justified that it would be the death of his not only dear and near ones not only of those who were evil but great people like bhishma drona who were not only great stalwarts of society and their life had influenced the world at that time at the same time they were the dearest who have loved arjuna and when such emotions come into the heart even though arjuna was very clear about the reason of the battle his thinking was very clear before the battle many discussions had taken place and arjuna had come with that firm conviction that he is not fighting for some small cause but he is fighting for a larger cause and he is a warrior everybody does not have to fight we handle situations in different ways but he is a warrior and he has come into the battlefield and when he sees not only an army almost twice as large as his army and he has to face such mighty warriors 
not only fear about his own life but the fear of the lives of such great people and will his success not be tainted by the sin of killing them will he be getting happiness or there will be constant guilt he wanted that maybe krishna would do some miracle and change the situation but in the cosmos everything happens for a reason and mother nature has its own rhythm even though it might appear fierce it might appear as a problem in fact life only brings to us situations never problems however when we are not able to face those situations or handle those situations whether it is due to our own lack of confidence incapability lack of knowledge or clarity or we do not have the instruments by which we can handle a situation for example if the electricity went off right now it could be a fuse if i know what the situation is i have the wire and i have the screwdriver and i know how to fix it it is only a situation it becomes a problem when i do not know how to handle the situation or i do not have the ability to handle the situation and most often we do not have the confidence to handle the situation but when life situations are so daunting many blame it to the world or to the situation or to the problem but krishna's advice is that whatever may be life's situations do not get bogged down by it but some of those circumstances are even so horrible but krishna points out the nature of life's experiences and his instruction is which becomes clear change what you can change but what you can't change have the strength and the forbearance to bear it and therefore the second instruction after giving arjuna that knowledge that the self is immortal and therefore the self never dies the atma never dies so no one dies in fact every body which is changing perishes every body has to die but nobody ever dies gurudev used to em emphasize every body has to die but nobody ever dies yeah. still 
in between birth and death, life situations and experiences can be so terrible sometimes. How do we not experience and live in sorrow where really speaking all the time we see sorrow spread everywhere around us. And Bhagwan gives us this hope and the means by which we can face these situations in our life. Bhagwan says, Matras parshas tu kaunteya Sheetoshna sukha dukha daha Agama paino nityaha Tanstitikshasvabharata Bhagwan addresses Arjuna as Kaunteya, O son of Kunti. And we all are first children of our mothers. And then we recognize the greatness of our fathers. And therefore then Krishna addresses Arjuna as He Bharata, coming in the lineage from his paternal side, from the kingdom of Raja Bharat. And therefore, He Bharata, He Bharatiya, those who revel in knowledge, wisdom, in light. He Kaunteya, Matras Parshastu, tu indeed, Matras Parshah, when our senses, which are called here as Matra, because their faculties are measured, their abilities are measured. For example, eyes can only see, ears can only hear. Therefore, they are measured. And it is with these senses we experience the world of finitude. We measure the distances, we measure the shades of colors, the tones of voice. Therefore, these senses are called as matra. So, matras parshas to kaunteya, when the senses contact sense object, what a scientific observation of our experiences. In fact, once I had asked Gurudev this question, the body is inert, does not feel pain. The Atma, the consciousness, is without any limitations, which cannot be cut, which cannot be bruised, which cannot be hurt then how do we experience pain? And Gurudev laughed and said, is it not when our mind, through our senses, comes in contact, whether it identifies with this inert body or it comes in contact with the sense objects. In sleep, where the air conditioner is off, or the heater is off or on, we don't come to realize whether it's hot or cold. It's only when our mind through our senses come in contact with sense objects that we experience heat or cold, pleasure or pain.
and since it is through contact that we experience it when there is a disconnection those very world of objects become incapable of giving us that experience and when our mind with our likes and dislikes experiences this contact of sense object and the senses by which we experience external stimuli as heat or cold it is with our likes and dislikes that we experience joy or sorrow joy is not the happiness that we are seeking it is a temporary state it's a temporary condition of the mind when it is excited or it finds some pleasure in an object and therefore it can only be temporary and then leaves back a craving that creates agitation and sorrow or if it is unconducive we experience sorrow and then we live in the memory of that sorrow since our minds are so logical our intellect is so logical if we can be firm in our understanding of life's situations and circumstances we know that all our experiences at a deeper level are only temporary and krishna explains from a deeper level like that as student of science we all know that the world is constantly changing and nothing remains in the same state at all the times there is constant change the whole world is in a state of flux not only that our body and senses are also changing therefore in the changing world there can be no permanent experience every experience changes and to sit back and think that the sorrow will never end the situation will never change or i can't do anything about it right now i can see how mighty the situation might be and it's not that i don't want to do anything i can't do anything it has a beginning and it has got an end agap agama painaha it has a beginning and an end and therefore it is anitya it is temporary not permanent no life experience is permanent it is constantly changing even in the same situation the mood of our mind changes and the whole experience of joy and sorrow changes therefore bhagwan says change what you cannot change and what you cannot sorry change therefore bhagwan says change what you can change 
what you cannot change bear it with this attitude that this too shall pass away even this will pass away it has to even the most difficult situations have the forbearance in life and this we have to develop how do we develop it keep your goals in your mind steady and when you are inspired by the goals the changing situations even the apparent failures or gains that come in do not bother your mind if nothing else keep yourself inspired by the example of great people whose lives many difficulties came but no that all life's situations change some quickly some later don't allow it to make you miserable and hopeless and the first example we can think of our own mothers and for arjuna kunti what problem did not come in her life and yet she went through it so gracefully performing her duties and bringing up these mighty personalities with their noble character in spite of every tragedy that a woman can go through she has gone through because of the strength of her forbearance therefore bhagwan says tans titikshaswa bharata and even this land of bharat whose culture has been for many millenniums it has gone through many situations and yet its forbearance its resilience to all situations in life and when the attitude is there this too shall pass away bear it and if we do not complain and keep on dwelling upon it it is easier to bear it if we keep our goal in front of us and know that these situations are all temporary and they will change the moment you are able to bear it it does not cause that intensity of sorrow and if the joys are not permanent even the sorrows that come through life's experiences are not permanent tans titikshaswa bharata ho bharata bharat trigunya vishaya vedaha nistrigunyo bhavarjuna निर्द्वो निवस्थ निर्योग क्षेम आत्मुण्य विषया वेदा द पोर्शन ऑफ कर्म द रिचुअलिस्टिक पोर्शन दट पॉइंट्स आउट सर्टन मीन्स एक्शंस और इवन वर्शिप बाय विच यू कैन अटेन the more glorious worlds or even 
change things around with mightier powers blessing you or being invoked in you all of them remember is in the world of these three gunas sattva rajas and tamas in fact trigunya vishaya vedaha that all our worldly knowledge and even that which is propagated in our religious practices the right way to perform your actions to gain your results the subject is again the temporary attainment of objects worlds of experiences which are also conditioned by these three gunas if heaven by sattva the earthly plane by rajas and the lower worlds or life forms of without intelligence tamas our experiences also in these worlds are according to these three gunas and the three moods of our mind by which we experience joy and sorrows therefore bhagwan says nistrai gunyo bhavarjuna o pure minded arjuna who is no who has got no trace of crookedness and therefore whose path is very clear nistrai gunyo bhavarjuna he arjuna be free of these three gunas which make the objects of the world as well as the moods of the mind by which we experiences we experience joys and sorrows of different caliber but they are all temp- temporary therefore nistrai gunyo bhavarjuna and shankaracharya says very beautifully that you be free of the desire to attain these temporary pleasures let your goal be for permanent happiness be free of this be nishkama be free of desires for that which is temporary nirdwandvaha remember the world is a pair of opposites so where there will be joy there also will be sorrow so pleasure and pain joy and sorrow victory and defeat be free of these pairs of opposites first by learning to endure them to bear them second is that these pairs of opposites give us joy and sorrow in this world of relativity depending on our likes and dislikes you be free of these likes and dislikes 
of objects that you think give you joy or th things, beings, and situations that give you sorrow. Be free of these pairs of opposites. And remain in sattva, nitya sattva stah. Remain in sattva. Sattva means that mood of the mind where your mind is not excited and wavering, is calm, where knowledge is clear, and one feels a sense of peace, and there you experience as a reflection the glimpse of happiness of your own nature. And in that peaceful mind, these pairs of opposites will not disturb us. Yet, anxieties to possess what you don't have, yoga, and to preserve what you have, shema, haunts our mind to disturb the calmness of our mind where we can remain steady in our knowledge that everything is changing in this world and I remain steady in attaining that which is permanent. Therefore, Nir Yoga Kshema. How do I do it? Atma one. Be alert. Sign of sattva is that you are alert. Don't allow yourself to slip. Be a master of your mind, your senses, and your emotions. Atma one. Also, keep the atma which is infinite as your goal and keep yourself established in that knowledge. Then worry about the preservation of this body as well as to attain something will not bother you. Or at the same time, Atmavan, remain surrendered to the infinite, to the Paramatma, to Ishvara and don't be disturbed about these changing situations. All this will be elaborated later on. And keep yourself in this peaceful state of contentment. Thank you for tuning in to this episode by the Chinmaya Mission. If you like what you hear, please consider subscribing. If you're looking for exceptional and detailed content on the Bhagavad Gita and how Lord Krishna's advice to Arjuna is relevant to the hurdles you face today, or understanding your mind, or explanations on Hindu scriptures in easy-to-understand English, the Chinmaya Mission YouTube channel is the place to be. All links are in the description.